0: Okay. Welcome to TGIF. I, I, I just have to say this, uh, Al, Q, Foxhole, Just, everybody, this is our uh-huh. last week of not do, having an intro. Uh, if we got to fly to Miami and film some footage, we're going to have a dope-ass <laughs> intro that captures our personalities. I need some, some, some B-roll of y'all acting up, okay? Is that a deal? It, it's,
1: it's, a, it's a deal. A deal.
0: We need uh, to get uh, it together, uh, and we need a like. And I want fan suggestions in the chat on YouTube. What do you think our intro should be like? What would you need, like to
1: see? We, in an we intro? need some fly, like in living color. I mean, not in living color. Living single friends <laughs> type promo stuff.
0: That would be fun. Yeah. So we don't have to. So we all got to meet up in the same city and make that happen sooner than later. Now, I already offered, if y'all want to meet me in Vegas, I can get comp rooms for all of us in Vegas for free. Y'all just have to put your credit card down. I'm not paying payin for y'all's incidentals because I know uh, <laughs> Q, I feel like, would order all the lobster tails. And then I would go through the mini bar. So I'm not doing that. But I got my Amex.
1: Together. We good. We good. Okay. We're going to get
0: together and make this happen for you, Fox Soul soulmates, because y'all been asking for it. Anyways, welcome to TGIF. Um, I'm a lot more sober than last week. I had a little, a little tipsy last week. I'm feeling good.
1: But girl, this week, I think it's going to be next week.
0: I really, well, you know what?
1: You sleep last week, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm not a good last wearer when I drink either, because they'd be uh-huh. just like hanging. And anyways, this is TJF. Let me introduce my co-host. Please welcome multimedia personality and host. And uh, uh, that's Funky Dineva. Funky <laughs> Dineva, camera. Okay, there we go. And brand strategist, uh, Al Reynolds. Welcome to the show.
1: Okay. Camera oh. called me. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. And our host, Claudia Jordan. Welcome <laughs> to TGIF. And I just want to say to all the people that are following us in the in the chats and on all the social media pages, and, and especially the folks that, that wait for the show on Friday and if they do miss it, Y'all be mad as hell if this show don't come out on time on Saturday. But it always does. And y'all be in those comments representing even more so the day after. So I just want to say a special thank you to all of the fans and followers of TGIF. We see you. Okay. So what are y'all sipping on tonight? Y'all drinking tonight?
1: Yeah, you know, baby, it is Memorial Day weekend and Miami is on fire. And I had a date last night. So we had some liquor over here. So I got some vodka and orange juice. Is what I'm drinking on. Because you know old daddy like to drink vodka and OJ. So (laughs) I'm drinking vodka and OJ.
0: So this is your second week having a date. You ain't going to give that thing a rest. Because last week was a a threesome and now it's another one. I know it's not the same person. It ain't the same person, right?
1: I'm almost 40. I'm trying to get chose, okay? (laughs) (laughs) They say you got to kiss a lot of frogs until you find your prince. And I'm just out here kissing a lot of frogs. Oh, but I'm, like Portia. I'm, like, I'm like, Portia, I'm single. And <laughs> me and that man wife is not friends.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> Al, we're we going to get into some Portia Williams uh, later on the show. Al, how was your last week? How was your week?
2: Uh, my week was pretty good. You know, I was just actually looking forward to the long weekend. Uh, so, hey, I'm starting drinking early too. I haven't started yet, but I promise you, I'm going out tonight. And I probably won't come home until Monday night.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. You have to be in shape to hang with Al Reynolds. Like he's not showing y'all the Al Reynolds that I know outside of, of work. Like the Al Reynolds I know is wild as hell, can go 48 to, to 72 hours straight. I don't know what that is, but he <laughs> there's there's no break. So uh, I know you're gonna go hard. Now, Q, you had your the Instagram page was was down
1: and then and it, it, came, it got, got, got back, back and now it's back down again. They just <laughs> will not let me be great.
0: Why? What happened? What happened?
1: So I I do I, again again the original reason why it was taken down is said that I violated the community rules too much. And the thing about it is and this creates a great conversation. There needs to be a lot of top level diversity in some of these programming rooms. Everybody knows the vernacular in which I speak. And so if I say, yes, God, bitch, that's a nasty wig you got on. The algorithm picks that up as bullying and harassing. You see what I'm Mm. saying? Not understanding that it's complimentary. And so because of that, I kept getting violations of community guidelines, which were not even violations. T.S. Madison was able to reach out to her Instagram rep who got my page back up within an hour of of, of reaching out to him. And then the other night I was at the bar and I went to log on and it was just disabled again for, I don't know why. So we reached out to the guy again and he said, he's escalating it to the next level in their, in their organization. And I'm just waiting, but if not, Esteban can kiss my ass. Like I'm tired. This is like the third or fourth time it's happened. And luckily for me, my income is not tied to Instagram. I looked at my YouTube analytics and I haven't skipped a beat. So it really isn't a big deal for me.
0: Is it just simply the analytics or is it like people that are like, you know, you're, I hate to say haters, but you know what I'm talking about, um, enemies that report you
1: know, it? I, I, you know, I don't think so. I, I, I don't think so. I, I honestly think it's the algorithm. I honestly think it's, its they, they tinkered something with the algorithm. And the reason why I believe so is because a couple of friends of mine, they were saying that they got some violations. Then immediately afterwards, they received a survey asking them to rate if they think the guidelines are too sensitive or too whatever, whatever. So something is definitely happening. Supercent got her page deleted. A couple other big uh, Instagram people have gotten their pages deleted recently. It's something that they're tinkering with, with that software that's getting us caught up
0: well i'm sorry to hear that because you are definitely missed i was so happy to hear you got it back then i saw it today i'm like how it's gone again
1: again and i ain't even did nothing all the only thing i posted since i got it back was damn food pictures so like come on
0: Mm. all right well speaking of uh canceling caitlin jenner hopefully uh well wants to be the future (laughs) governor of california anyways uh she slammed cancel culture in a tweet during her social media campaign Jenner tweeted, when elected governor of California, I will cancel, cancel culture and wake up the woke. Shortly after sending the tweet, Jenner started trending on Twitter along with governor of California. What are your thoughts on her tweet? And do you think she has any chance in hell of becoming the next governor of California? Al, what do you think?
2: You know, most governors choose things like education, healthcare, taxation, or unemployment. To run on the ballot, not council culture. And as far as I'm concerned, the state of uh, California has the largest number of uninsured individuals in the state, over 7 million, which majority of them are African-American. And also 85% of Black workers in California are unemployment. So if he wants to run a ticket that's strong and makes sense to me, it should be one of those and not a council culture ticket. Uh, Q, what do you
0: think about Caitlyn Jenner running for governor and the Let's platform really pushing cancel culture. That's really what
1: you're really on. Miss Doubtfire, <laughs> finna mess around and win that election. Like I'm telling y'all now, I already see it was a it was a drive-by fruiting. That's one of my favorite lines from Miss Doubtfire. But no, he gonna she Caitlin Jenner is gonna mess around. Once Kim and Kylie and Kendall get the posting, Caitlin for governor. She gonna mess around and win that thing. but I'm telling you something what she's doing right now is taking a page out of Donald Trump's book and just appealing to people emotionally because there is nothing you can do from a legal standpoint, no amount of legislation you can write to eradicate uh, a, a, a movement or attitudes of people. like would you gonna write, write a law in that cancels council culture? It makes no sense. He's uh, definitely pandering. To somebody or just expressing who, um, excuse me, I did not mean to be disrespectful. She is definitely pandering to somebody to get some votes. And she going to mess around and win.
0: You watch and see. I'm so sick of Caitlyn Jenner. And please be very clear about this. Me being sick of Caitlyn Jenner is not has nothing to do with the trans community. This is an individual I'm sick of. Because I don't really know where Caitlyn Jenner stands on anything mm-hmm. because you're over here on Donald Trump side on some issues and you're on the D- Democrats issues. on some. You you, you you pass, you go back and forth, back and forth. And that's kind of like how you've been your whole life. You can't even, you have never stood up to, to Kris Jenner. Um, you, I, I really don't know where you stand on anything because I feel like you go with the wind, you go with the trends, you go with the flow. And I don't really see you standing for anything. Cancel culture is one of the dumbest things to ever run on when you have real issues in California. Like and then she said,
2: something,
0: she, but she said something like her, her rich friends, her friends are sick of seeing homeless people. Out in Malibu, there's probably two homeless people in, in, in all of Malibu. <laughs> get, 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 get your boots on, get your size 14 boots on the ground and go see what's really going on. Go see what the real problems are in California because you sound like an idiot to say you're running on that. And cancel culture from anyone that's down anybody in the Republican Party is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard because they are the creators of cancel culture. Mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick, does that ring a bell mm-hmm. to y'all?
1: Say it. You know, you, know when you're so right? to,
0: you know what? They want to cancel. And, and speaking of Colin, you, you canceled him for kneeling, right, against police brutality. But Tim Tebow, who knelt for abortion, against abortion in football, which has nothing to do with the, the well, it actually does have a little bit to do with the athletes because a lot of them have paid for abortion. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you pick and choose when nailing is offensive. And just like mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner, you pick and choose when you want to take a stand on things. And I don't really see a backbone in Caitlyn Jenner. Sorry, it has nothing to do with the trans community. This is an mm-hmm. individual I'm going up against, and that's mm-hmm. Caitlyn Jenner. All right, moving on. The View. You have been catching The View lately? They've been yes, having a God, lot
1: of drama. No, you've been catching WWE, you mean.
0: Yeah. <laughs> whoopi Goldberg, um, <clears throat> you know, her and, and Megan McCain is 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 just I mean, the tension is just bubbling up. Whoopi Goldberg calls out her co-host Megan McCain after she compared Marjorie Taylor Green to the squad. As Whoopi was preparing to toss the commercial, Megan interrupted Whoopi like she always does and stated, Why are you cutting me off? whoopi replied, I'm cutting you off because we have to go to break, Megan. Why do you think I'm cutting you off? Of course. Megan, with her entitlement, thought that it was a personal thing. Uh, you know, Megan and Whoopi, they're known for going toe-to-toe in various episodes. Who do you think was out of line in this case? I think
1: Megan was out of line. <clears throat> and look, we know from doing this show, when Al get on his long window <laughs> soapbox, the producers be in the chat talking about, go to break, go to break, go to break. And you ha- sometimes you have a hard out, and you have to go to break. Now, I think independent of that, Megan and Whoopi have a very contentious relationship because they are both opposite ends of politics. And half the times, Megan be talking out the side of her neck. And you know when somebody talking out the side of their neck, when they own mama do an interview and say the things that come out of their mouth make them cringe. Megan McCain's mother, Cindy McCain, recently did an interview on Sirius Satellite Radio, where she said that she respects her daughter for standing firm in what she believes in, but sometimes the things that comes out of her mouth makes her cringe. That's her own Mammy said that. So you know you know something ain't too right with that doggone Megan, but you need the yin and the yang on the, on the view. And I, I definitely love seeing those two spar.
0: It makes for good TV. Al, what do you think?
2: You know, I, I, I concur with uh, Funky on this one. She reminds me of her father, to be honest with you. He was a wild pistol that the craziest things would come out of his mouth. He could be defense, you know. He could be very defensive. He could be very disrespectful. Um, and I feel like she has those exact same characteristics. Now, I just want to know this: Am I the only one though? I feel like Whoopi really wants to let her have. Like I feel like it's just like if she wasn't so professionally astute and you know, and uh, on TV, I feel like Whoopi would have whipped her ass by now. And in all, in my opinion, when I see Whoopi and I look at her face, I feel like she is over it. She is over all those women and she's definitely over Megan. That's just how I feel when I watch The View nowadays.
0: I think Whoopi and Joy Behar would 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 like to jump her outside the studio. You know what I think is wrong about Megan McCain? Megan needs to follow me because I heard she's a big fan of Atlanta Housewives. She don't follow me no more because you probably seen some of my tweets about her. But... Um, <laughs> I think Megan was in such a great position to be a likable Republican and to provide um, a good, you know, her perspective, and, and and make those of us who are not on the right kind of, you know, be able to like listen to what she had to say, you know, because there was a lot of sympathy for her and people were like checking for her after you know um, her dad died, mm-hmm. and it seemed like she just kept showing her ass just more and more and more, making herself so unlikable. Sometimes, you know, the way she packages her messages. It comes off so obnoxious and so entitled and so dismissive and so Karen esque that I did not even care if she's making a good point because it's her. We don't want to freaking hear what she has to say, and I think she missed a big opportunity with that kind of platform to come off as a likable, uh, re- mm. rational Republican, and she's not. Like she's well, the cackling makes me want to like shut up, Megan.
2: Claudia, let me let me help you there. Uh, do you remember when she did that road to the presidential campaign when she when she filmed that? Blog about uh, the road to the president to the presidency, and yes. her PR team had come up with this great strategy to show this human side of her that was very likable. What we're seeing now though, is the true side of her as she gains more confidence and is forced to move away from that original introductory introduction to media rentr- original introduction. To television now that she's got a little bit of confidence confidence, and she's on this major, major platform she's really letting her true self come out and her true self was nothing that we were originally introduced to
0: well she's annoying and I'm, whoopee enjoy we got that bail money if you um...
1: yes, God, <laughs> right, right.
2: <laughs> yes, God. i want to be, uh, be behind the scenes on that like we need to talk to the the, the production crew we actually need to talk to hair and makeup to get the real skinny on who I likes who.
1: Be. I wouldn't be surprised if Whoopi don't cuss her ass out in, in, in backstage before. I, w- I just wouldn't be surprised if it's happened. John?
0: <laughs> well, they need to release those tapes. I want to see those. But anyways, we're going to take a quick break. And there's another celebrity couple from reality TV for the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth time, I think it is. They are talking about a divorce. I'm talking about Erica Mann and Safari. We're going to talk about them when we come back right here on TGIF. We'll be back in two minutes. Welcome back to TGIF with uh, myself, Al Reynolds, and Funky Dineva. We are back again. And I hear the comments on YouTube are going off. Please, please keep those comments coming because we like to read them all alright you All right, y'all. Um, Before we went to break, I teased a reality uh, couple, Erica Mena and Safari. You know, they are throwing in the towel for the 15,000th time uh, on their marriage. It's, they've been married less than two years. Mena is currently expecting their second child and filed for divorce last Friday in Georgia. What are your thoughts on her filing for divorce? And Are you tired of hearing this about this relationship?
1: I'm so tired of both of them. <laughs> Safari is a complete cornball. You know, I think that he went through some type of mental breakdown after losing an <laughs> Minaj. And Erica, like Portia told Kenya, you are old whole from the 90s, all right? I just need you to go <laughs> to ICDC College And register for six credit hours of cosmetology, uh, medical billing and coding, esthetician, (laughs) real estate appraisal. Baby, that's good money. That's good money. You even get in the plumbing program, or you could go for aviation tech. I need you to find something to do because these made for status reality relationships. It's just gotten old, stale, and you've gotten nothing for it. Like, you know, humor me. Go get an NFL player. Go get an NBA player. You keep getting these low hanging fruit entertainers. And and, and Mona, ain't, Mona don't even pay like that at Love and Hip Hop. I told you the most they ever paid my ass was five hundred and fifty dollars. Claudia, you work for them over there. They don't pay. Hold, hold okay. up. Hold, 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 hold up. Hold up. To host the re- host, hold up. Hold To host the uh-oh. reunion. You got a
0: nice check. I got a, some people's yearly salary for two okay. days. OK. Well, good. But, well, I do, yeah. but you're right. You're right. For some of the cast members, they get getting <laughs> yeah. 750 so an episode. You over there doing all this
1: full line for $1,500 an episode, making babies with this man to stay relevant. And you can't even land the, the cover of High Pear or roll it out magazine. It's just, it's just not working for you. It's just not. So, Mama, come on down here to Miami, get you a rich sugar daddy. In the meantime, in between time, Delta is hiring for flight attendants. They just opened back up the thing. And Miami Dade County just opened up the Section 8 list. So, come on down here. And get yourself together with your two children and stop with these doggone relationships.
0: Wait, did you say she never got a cover of hype hair? Yes. They you. Yeah. everybody covers up, every, she can get on hype hair. She can get on Latina Magazine. She can get on, well, they don't do smooth anymore or King. She's a pretty girl, y'all. She's pretty. She's so pretty.
1: She needs some credit hours <laughs> and, and, and something other than yeah. Bow Wow and Safari.
2: What did you say? Uh, what did you say about Miami Day? They do and a section. I right
1: credits. She right, and I, my, oh, I said the Miami Day Section Eight list just opened up. She could bring her two kids down here and, and get her life started over. Isn't
0: she a singer? But isn't she a singer though? Wasn't she singing on Love and Hip Hop?
1: And I'm Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna eat eat get my Boston started. baked beans. Go ahead. <laughs> You're, they're just so attractive to me i feel like that <laughs> funky's right though i mean beyond that i really feel like the two of them really need to feel, figure out what they're going to do next but in the meantime the two of them appear to know how to stay on everybody's talk topics they appear breaking up getting back together breaking up getting back together having a baby not moving out having another baby now they're divorcing They appear to know how to stay talk relevant. That's all I can say about that. Now, does it all make sense? No, but they're definitely on our talk topic for this week. So maybe something in that, all that pollution that they're creating, somebody's paying attention.
0: Al, would you have a threesome with them?
2: I think I would, to be honest, yes.
0: I felt that. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yes. you. i'll be like fuck it we'll be up until 1 p.m
1: <laughs> <laughs> i just want to stand in the corner and record it
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: i just turned red
0: mm-hmm. you they think, it, think it'd be sexy to be with those two it would be hot
1: it'd, oh my god they, they, look, they both look filled with so much passion oh right. my god it would be hot
0: well, speaking of passion, The Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams, oh, she's very passionate about this new man. She revealed during a recent episode of Dish Nation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't even read this foolishness with a straight face. We are going straight, up. It's foolish. I, I know you about to talk about a wedding after her being with this man for one month, allegedly. Come on.
0: They're having no, yeah, it's not one, it's not two. but they're talking about doing three separate wedding ceremonies with her fiance. Let's take a look at what she had to say. You know, he's African, so we're going to have a native law custom uh, ceremony, mm. and a re- we're going to have another wedding um, at one of, you know the houses that are out of the country. So yeah I, 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 wish, I wish them luck with their three ma- weddings. Uh, just, just wait till the divorce is final, though, then you can plan away, like have as many weddings as you like.
1: I just don't understand how you having more weddings than the amount of months you been with the man. <laughs> allegedly. And that's why I'm just like the more and more Portia talks about this, the stupider she looks because she thinks that we're her. I'm still not buying that. You have been with this man now for 7.3 weeks and y'all are co-parenting, not having one, not having two, but having three, three weddings, and we supposed to honestly believe this. But okay, girl, but you know what? Oh. She's getting exactly what she wanted. You saw the last thing she said in another wedding at one of the houses outside of the country. Hey, must be the money. Uh,
2: you know what, Claudia? I think that um, what we're seeing is a very smart uh, Porsche. And let me tell you <laughs> why. I've thought, I've thought about this over and over and over. Reality TV would turn you into something that you don't even recognize. And I said this before earlier on the show that I don't recognize as Portia, but Portia is very smart and that smartness is masked by this little dingy, I'm not sure, and this tweaky little innocent voice. That woman is very calculated and she's not as innocent as she sounds or looks. And let me explain. The reason why she's having three weddings is because she has a spinoff series, correct? And she knows better than anybody in television that the number one watcher on reality TV and television in general is weddings. Okay? The number two is having babies, and number three, is extreme makeovers, like losing weight, like the biggest loser, or extreme home makeovers. People like to see stuff like that. People like to see rebirths. People like to see reunions. People like to see weddings. I feel like the reason why she's decided to have three weddings is because she know that will bring in any and every viewer to make sure she has the numbers. Because the last time she tried to spin off, the numbers were lackluster. Let's see if it works for her, Port. Let's see if it works for Portia but I, I think feel you like she can't be this crazy in real life. So I'm going to hide behind the fact that I think she's actually smart, manipulative and calculating.
0: I think you're right about that because from what I used to hear, and you know, again, I was only on for one year, so I'm not even acting like any kind of expert, but every year she was always on the cusp of will we or will we not bring her back? So there has to be right. a something to bring you, like getting a ball player or getting married or dragging, whatever it is, like, there's always been a thing that like, oh, we got to get her back. And mm-hmm. this solidifies her as, you know, she's got her oh, yeah. back for next season. Like she, you know what I mean? So I do, I, I do agree with you. I, I do think she's very calculating. And when it comes to this reality game, she's figured it out. Like she's, she's, done what she it had. Out. she's done what she's had, she had to do. And if you don't care about the backlash and if you don't read the comments and see what people say, if that doesn't bother you, then you could be a very successful reality star if that doesn't bother you.
2: And plus, remember, on reality TV, you get rewarded for your strange, awkward, and disconnected uh, behavior. And this right here can't get any stranger, any more awkward, and any more disrespectful. I think, I think, I think Portia, Portia's a little bit smarter than we we
1: give her credit,
0: credit for. Card. I can see it. Okay. Well, you know what? Best of luck to her and her her new beau. He got the new teeth done. He's he's TV ready and and ready to um, you know. Get those lights, camera action, because he's probably going to be on television a lot next season. Okay.
1: Y'all think Paul should be be kissing him?
2: (laughs) I think she'd be kissing him, licking him, everything she needs to get that daggone money from that TV show.
1: Simon probably be laying it down, though. Simon probably be, he got that uh, that... that Wakanda stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that
0: what you heard, Q? Is that what you? No, it's screwed? not what I
1: heard. I'm just, I'm just assuming. Well, mm. don't you, know, you I, know, I, I know him? You know him. You, you I, know him. I, I know. Yeah, yeah I, I know him. I know him very casually. I, I've got Simon's phone number in my phone. I oh, right. how, did that,
0: how did that happen? And how do you how know? That him?
1: Happen you? I used to hang out at his establishment. So Simon used to own the Buckhead Bottle Bar, and then he bought Ludacris' Old Place Straights. Uh, in Atlanta and named it Simon. I used to hang out at both of those spaces and he knew that I was a blogger. So Simon would reach out to me and invite me to events and stuff. Again, very mm. casual relationship. I've sat at his table a couple of times. He's bought mm. me a couple of drinks. But Did I, y'all ever talk on anything. the
0: phone or text no, t- no, 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 no. I don't know anything personally.
1: <laughs> I, ain't, I, I ain't go around Fallon House. Did you text him
2: a new picture by no. mistake?
1: No, I didn't go around Fallon House and eat her food and get all in her pool while looking at her man. I didn't do none of that. I never rode in his car, but I have been to Fallon House.
0: But you still do have the number, right?
1: I still got the number. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work. Porsche probably don't changed it, but I still got it. Let me
0: see. <laughs> call him right yep, now.
1: Bestie. I still got it. Call him. On I TV. want to see if he answers. Yeah, answer. pick no, up. No, we not gonna call this man. <laughs> 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 we so messy.
2: We are, especially
0: today, right? So, um, do we have time for the next story? I think we do. Okay, real quick. We're going to try to get this in. We might have to continue it in the next segment. Okay. Uh, hip-hop mogul, Diddy. I don't know if he's trying to get that old thing back, but uh, he recently posted a throwback photo of him and J-Lo holding hands when they were dating with the hashtag TBT. Would y'all like to see them back together? And do you think he was being messy or what do you think it was? Because that was like, everybody was in his comments, like celebs was like, go get your girl back, Diddy like he was getting a lot of support with that photo. Do you think it was messy or do you think it was just being funny?
1: I think it was a little messy. I, I actually think it's a little disrespectful. Um, yeah. I, 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 think I think it's a little disrespectful. It's just like, like why? What, what, what was the point of that? You know, yeah, it was a throw, but first of all, it's disrespectful to whoever did he's dating, uh, whatever little girl that may be um and then it's also disrespectful (laughs) to j-lo and that drunk that she's dating it's just for why you know what i'm saying and um whatever but but i will say this j-lo ain't got no grounds to feel no type of way because it's that relationship with diddy that put her on the trajectory for her to be who it is that she is so
0: al i want to get your thoughts on this right after we take this quick break we're going to take a quick break and uh we will be right back with more tgim Welcome back to TGIF. I am joined by Funky Dineva and it, I run, Al Reynolds. Al, we're going to yes. give you this one, one more chance to read a commercial. Take it away <laughs> and good luck and don't mess this up because it's our bread and butter. Go ahead.
2: Tonight's episode, everybody, is sponsored by Bluetooth. Guys, it's been one hell of a year. And like me, you're feeling your age more than you used to. And for some, especially in the bedroom. Well, it's time to snap out of it because spring is here, and it's time to get sprung with Blue Chew. Blue Chew, Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. For those of you who hate swallowing pills, like myself, we got you covered. Blue Chew tablets are chewable, and they help men achieve harder and stronger erections to combat <laughs> all forms of erectile dysfunction. And guess yes. what? You don't have to worry about those awkward visits to the doctor's office because Blue Chew is an online prescription that ships right to your door in a discreet package. Blue Chew tablets are made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct. So it's cheaper than a pharmacy. As far as the registration process, it's simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult one of their licensed medical providers and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days, and it's all done online. And tonight, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew Try Blue Chew for free when you use our promo code T, that's capital T-E-A, at checkout. And you're only paid $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com with the promo code T T-E-A to receive your first month free. And we would like to thank Blue Chew for sponsoring our show. We'll be right back after this message.
0: <laughs> hey, welcome back to TGIF. Can we just take a moment to applaud how far along Al Reynolds' reading skills have come since the first <laughs> time we all tried to do a commercial together and uh, I was a little concerned about the reading ability? Well, yeah. it was, it, it, it it was, was me it that tanked that ability. one. Oh, you bad too. Mom. Yep.
1: It was me that tanked down, but I got a cute. question. I got
0: a question. <laughs> we
1: got two men on this panel. Why you think they gave Al the read for the lip dick? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they gave it to the Gosh. more elderly. I mean, I guess it was more fitting for men with incom. Uh, incom- what's it? incomp Not incompetence. Impotence. Uh, impotence. Mm-hmm. Al, why you think you're not offended, Al, that they gave you the impotence commercial?
2: I, I'm never offended when when an advertiser wants me to read for them. That means money's coming into the bank. Baby. Now, okay. So will you that, advertise
0: now, anything? Because there's certain things I wouldn't do, right? Like the certain things I was doing commercial. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not. Do- <laughs> we do any like we read any ad. Like if we secure any more ads, are you down for anything, Ad? Just let me yeah. know. That's, as long as yeah. as
1: long as you feel in my wallet, yes, let's go. And you want to know what's so funny? And Blue Chew, y'all getting some extra promo right now. When I found out we were doing the Blue Chew read, I was like, Blue Chew, Blue Chew. I've heard that before. I've heard that. Wherever I heard that, oh crap. On Pornhub and My Vista before your <laughs> porn starts, the Blue Chew oh. commercials <laughs> run.
0: I like that it's a chewable tablet. Like you can probably s- slip it into someone's food. I also would to.
2: like to think that they chose me because remember I was on the uh, marketing team for Viac. My-
1: Oh, so your stuff been not working.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, speaking of not
2: working,
0: speaking of not working, did y'all see the photo that Roland Ray posted about things not working out with his ex? It was a picture of his ex with something in his mouth, and it looked like a pee. I thought it was a peen, but it really turned out it was (laughs) Roland Ray's dry foot in this guy's mouth. Apparently, there was some Argument or something about the rent not being all the way paid, or mm-hmm. Re- Rolling way- Ray waiting three weeks for some money to be put on some rent, so he got mad. Did y'all see this? Is that Takashi six nine landing? <laughs> <Roland> Ray- <laughs> I ain't so-
1: oh. he, done oh. from, he done
2: went from he uh, do went from what's the guy that's old the old town guy,
1: uh, Little Nas X, you know Little Nas X to Rolling Ray. God, God, God god please still let me in heaven but ray got big nerves sticking that foot that don't work in somebody's mouth like <laughs> that's just not for the glory of the kingdom it's not and then you putting this man and and, and listen ray might have a physical disability but obviously <laughs> latin daddy got a mental disability because anybody who would lay their ass down and stick rope. <laughs> Oh, oh, Quentin, get off the line. Let me just stop while I'm here. Let me just. Can stop. he? Can
0: he feel? The, can he feel the licking of his foot? I was thinking the
2: same thing, Claudia.
0: Because that's a waste. Well, no,
2: he. Wait I'm
1: a not, minute.
0: I'm not, I'm not. Well,
1: here's one thing for sure: we know. I'm not doing it. His feet don't ever touch the ground, so they probably.
0: <laughs>
1: <mean>. <laughs> go on to the next thing, because we're finna get in trouble. Just go on to the next. Go on to the next thing. <laughs> Roll on to the next thing, or walk on to the next thing, but just go to the next thing, Claudia. We see the Claudia.
0: picture one more. Can we just see the picture one more time before oh we go side. to the next thing? Okay. And the Moving thing on. that's going
1: with me, Ray, a check on the first and the fifteenth. Why he need that man rent money? Go on to the next thing, Claudia. Go on to the next thing. <laughs> go on to the next yes. thing. <laughs> Because I already see the PETA disability people calling us. <laughs> you said PETA? PETA PETA's disability for, people.
0: PETA's for animals, But Well, that
1: was a hoof he stuck in that point <laughs> there <mouth>. now.
0: <laughs> Moving on. Okay, who's trying to call me right now? Mom, stop trying to call me. Okay. Uh <sighs> Wendy Williams uh was on our show and she was kind of le- uh kind of hinting that Kim Kardashian and Drake are already dating. Wendy alleged that Kim and Drake were getting real close at like Kendall Jenner's um, 818 tequila launch party. Apparently, they arrived in separate cars to the event, and they were allegedly all over each other at the party. But those rumors have been swirling around for years. Uh, are you here for Drake and, and Kim Kardashian romance? you think they'll make a great couple, or do you think it's just, just friends?
1: Absolutely. I'm totally here for it. You know, my only concern with Kim Kardashian as it comes to her next relationship is just all the children. You know what I'm saying? She, she, she definitely is a ready-made family. If, if you if you're going to date Kim Kardashian, you have to step into the fact knowing that you're going to be the stepfather to what was it, four little children, four. which could be a lot of baggage for some men. But I definitely think intellectually, financially, age-wise, and just from the fun factor perspective, I think her and Drake would be a great couple.
0: I think so too. I think it makes sense. Do you think that uh, that that he could hold the attention, her attention? I think I think he's he's a his level, his status is is up there. He's charismatic. He gets a he gets the girl. I think they'd be they together. definitely
1: would be the it couple of the century. I mean, and those two together, like the queen of of social media and reality TV, and the prince of rap. Um, you know, Drake has a huge commercial appeal, and so does she. Them uniting. And what they could do from a brand perspective and the brands that they could launch most definitely like this this makes sense erica mena this makes sense you know what i'm saying like get in a situation that makes sense
0: okay moving on something that uh didn't make a lot of sense was angela stan was on oh, our wow. very own jason lee's show and i was watching this last night so um She's a Trump supporter. If you don't remember, Angela Stanton was the one that did time and got caught up with Phaedra Parks and Apollo with all that scamming that was going on allegedly years ago. She had wrote a book about it saying that Phaedra was the mastermind. I don't really know about all that. That's really between them. But that's how we first heard of Angela Stanton. She wrote a book, went to prison, got out, took out that um, awful weave she had, got her hair dark, and then, you know, did a whole makeover. She got into politics. She ran for office in Georgia. She got clobbered by like 75%. But whatever uh but she has a um a daughter that's a transgender daughter and they got her and jason lee got into a really big argument on the show let's take a look
2: now are you saying as a mother that i don't have the right to call my son by the name that i gave it ain't been no name change and it ain't been no transition so why are you the all answer, asking me answer, to respect answer, answer, something answer, that's answer. not even real it doesn't right, exist right, right, right.
1: My answer to that is yes. If your daughter, your child wants to be called what she wants to be called, you should honor that. Yes, absolutely. Well, if your yeah, mother yeah, want to be
2: called a dumb crackhead, is that what you gonna call her?
0: So it got ugly. Um, so Angela's argument is I gave birth to a son and that's a mental thing that that he identifies as a she now. So she's not respecting that and she refuses to to bend on that. And Jason Lee was defending her daughter, saying, if that's what your daughter, how your daughter wants to be referred to, then why can't you just respect that? And it got really ugly. What do y'all think? What y'all think about this?
1: So listen, I I'm gonna try to be respectful because I don't want this to turn into what I've seen in the comments before: another mm-hmm. black man disrespecting a black woman. That's not what it's about. I just don't see it for Angela Staten. I never have. Angela is one of those people, she's an attention whore and she's found a way to get attention, which is to go against the grain, Mm -hmm. against everything and say the most outlandish, you know, things that you can possibly say. She's on this whole, you know, Trump supporter, Republican thing. She just does any and everything to get attention, even if it's negative attention. And the thing about it is, was so infuriating is she doubles downs on her ignorance. You know what I'm saying? I looked at that exchange that she had with Jason Lee and I ended up texting Jason Lee. The the the, 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 the hood part of me was glad that he cussed her ass out. The professional part of me was mad that he let Angela rile his emotions to the point where he kind of lost his cool on air. Um, but Angela is just a mess. She, she's, she's just a mess, and I don't even understand why people keep giving her ignorant ass any type of platform to spew that damn fake Black conservative ignorance. She's no different than a Candace, Well, at least Candace Owens is, is smart. Angela is just a dumb hood bitch that, that got five minutes of fame, and, and it's time for her to go to ICDC College and be classmates with Erica Minna and take three credits in Aviation Mechanic. And stay the hell off our, our tv screens I,
0: I agree and i definitely want to hear what al has to say i had her on my show i'm just gonna say something real quick i'm gonna turn it over to you al i had her on the show i did the raw word and we were trying to give her a, a a platform because of her story you know going to prison coming out and what her thoughts were on prison reform and it was it could have it was a it was a decent conversation but once you know she ended up getting a, a pardon by trump because. There's a real, there's a really lucrative market now for black people that will speak against the democratic establishment, and a lot of black people are capitalizing on that. Now, if you really are conservative and those are your views, that's one thing. But then you have these people, and I'm gonna use a c-word that are cooning it up like a diamond in silk, like Angel Stan that I don't really know if I believe what they're saying. I feel like it's like. Well, I didn't get that much attention going you know, over here, so let me just go against the grain like you said, Q, because it, it gives them attention and money. And then these white people, they, they can be that Black friend that they claim to have, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm a fan of Angel Stanton. and why don't you – I like Candace Owen. I like Black people. But these are people that are not really speaking on our behalf. But there's some of them speaking away where you oh, – they, they, they got some game, right? But Angela Stanton, I just – it's hard to support her it really is and, and how awful she was about her own child was disgusting to see al what do you think
2: well i'm i i am going to disagree with both of you um and let me tell you why um as far as what you're saying about her coonery as far as what you're saying about um her stance on stuff i totally agree with you i hear you loud and clear a Q. I i hear you loud and clear claudia but when I listened to that interview and that clip and I listened to her speak about her child it resonated with me mm-hmm. because what she was saying was in essence was this is my child. And I birthed this child. And I know things about this child that don't nobody know about this child and we all can say that our mothers know things about us that nobody else knows about right? And I just felt like I felt her in a different way when I looked at that interview, and I felt what she was saying when she was saying that that's my child. My relationship with my child is my relationship with my child. When I'm ready to call or address my child the way I reared that child, then I will do that. I think she also mentioned in the interview that my child is only 19, and that they had talked about it being maybe too young for her, his daughter, or, you know, whose biological son, to make the transition and cut everything off. So I kind of felt all of that, indifferent to how she does show up to America with all of her buffoonery. All of that I hate, all of that I think is disgusting. But in that interview, I saw a mother talking about the love of her child and being a protector of her child and knowing her child. So I didn't view it as a whole bunch of ignorance. The other thing that I thought was interesting in that case was She didn't call his mother a crackhead. What she did was draw an analogy. And I think he may have misheard or didn't hear her correctly because he made an analogy. She made an analogy that actually made sense. And I think he jumped the gun. And I'm like, I was very sad because, you know, Jason's a brilliant guy. I mean, God, that's a media king right there. It was very sad to watch him unravel and have a meltdown like that. On a misunderstanding of what she said, I just thought but, that it, it could have been
1: avoided. But, but as Al, far as what she said, Al, I shut up know, already, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh,
0: Al, damn. Al, but, but I will say this: if you watch <laughs> the whole thing, I think Jay and Jason usually he keeps it together. He's very brilliant. He's smart. Mm-hmm. She, he, that was in response after Angela kept coming for Blue and calling Blue sir. So I think at that point, he was like, F this B, I'm sick of this. Like, you coming from my co-host. Because if anyone did that to y'all, I would right. probably be a little bit thrown off my square a little bit too. Like, you know what? I'm going to get her together. And any chance she I get, I'm going for her throat. So I think she started it. And you're supposed to be someone that's running for office in politics. And I do get what you're saying, though. If you did birth a child mm-hmm. and you're like, you know what? Why should I, I want to call the child what I, what I feel? That's between them, right? That's, right. that's, that's, their, a, that's their relationship. Yeah. But she did come on there disrespecting Blue, calling Blue a man. And just, so, just being a jerk.
1: The only reason no, why I, I, call, I totally get that. The only reason why I call bullshit on all that mother's love crap is because ultimately, as a parent, it is your job to protect your child, to prioritize their peace and their mental well-being. It's your job to put your child's peace and desire sometimes ahead of yours. It don't cost her nothing to call her a her. It's a process. It's
2: It's a process for people. Everybody can't change how they feel about something just because we are in a trend or because we are being taught how to do better. Other, just like with racism, you can't take a person who has experienced the Black Lives Matter movement and expect them to be different on the other side of that racism is still going to exist. Then you know what you do That's Al? You shut, your, you shut she your has damn to come mouth then. In. you don't with go on. that as the parent when she is able to process it. You but can't you force don't go her to go on a media
1: tirade. Does. You don't we, go we. on a media tirade against your child. At best you shut up. We well, got to take I, a quick well agree. we have, I
0: definitely can agree with wait, that. Wait, we have to shut up. I got to be I got to be, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be Goldberg to y'all Megan McCain right now. We got to take a quick break, but yeah, she is doing a media tour if you're not ready to address it, then maybe you should wait till you are or write another book mm. in jail. Uh, we'll be back. We're taking a quick break. And we have a couple minutes left of TGIF. Okay, I'm gonna go real quick because we want to get this story in. Uh, there's a story about a pastor in Chicago recently called out people who have memberships on gay dating apps. Let's take a look.
1: If you are in here and you are on Jacked,
0: the meetup app, get backslidden. What y'all think? How he you know about Jack? Are y'all on Jack's?
1: He know about know. Jack because he apprenticed under Eddie Long and Donnie <laughs> McConta. <McCurkey>. Okay. <laughs> that is how he knows what the jack <laughs> is. Go ahead, Al.
2: I don't understand why what's what's the difference in say a uh, jack or uh, what are the other ones that you swipe left and right and all the other ones? What? Why is he Jack, calling Jack out? Jack
1: is specifically gay. It's specifically gay. So basically, oh, he's okay, y'all got sort of So straight. he's
2: saying he's saying you're black. You're backsliding because you're on a gay app. You're
1: on a gay app, and you're doing it in the church. And he said it's 80 y'all on it right now. One of y'all got a <laughs> cracked screen. I was like, Lord, so, pastor.
0: So that means he's on there,
1: right? Listen, the average straight man. I can go around my straight friends right now and say Gap grinder and they have no earthly concept of what the hell i'm talking about you know too much you apprentice under donnie McClerklin and eddie long i'm telling you
0: hey yeah a gap is what we're going to have, but we don't go to break right now. We have to end the show. I'm sorry, Al. I want to thank my co-host, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva, for joining me tonight. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. You can catch us every week at our new time, 10 p.m. on the East, 7 p.m. on the West. Stay tuned for the Tammy Match Show. But up first is Foxo's Deals. We'll see you next time. Bye, fellas. Y'all great. Have a great Memorial Day weekend, y'all. Oh, uh, well.
2: You too.